Welcome to A Secret Life of an Introvert by me, Introverted Secrets, where we're talking about my experiences with men, love and situationships. Stay tuned. Welcome back and thanks for staying tuned. Um, you're probably thinking, what do you mean by A Secret Life of an Introvert? I mean, from my experience or my personal experience as an introvert, it's gotten a lot easier now, but at earlier ages, I find it really difficult to be around large, large groups and talk to certain people. I get really socially awkward. So I knew from an early age I was going to struggle with dating, meeting men. But for whatever reason, as an introvert, I have got myself into some crazy situations. I don't know how. No, hold up. Yes, I do. Which I will definitely go into later in this episode. So today's episode is called I Tried to Be a Groupie. So this took place back when I was in university, uh, which was in 2012. So at the time, or I would say at the time and probably a few, a year or so before that, I was obsessed with a rapper. When I mean obsessed, and not obsessed in like a sexual way, I was obsessed with like, I love this music, I would go get all the albums, I would make sure I listen to every song, I would go back and listen to all the old songs. But yeah, this whole obsession thing took me somewhere else. So, like, as I said, when you're an introvert, you keep all those little things deep down inside, you don't really share them with anyone, so you just go off and do crazy things. Well, I do anyway. So, the 23rd of May, I went to a concert with my friend in London, which was a whole madness in itself. I don't know what is it with females, but we cannot be on time, even when we know we're supposed to. Anyway, long story short, we, I decided to rush last minute, nearly missed the coach, but luckily got onto the coach, made it to the concert. So because I was such a big fan of this rapper, I decided that I would uh, buy some meet and greet tickets, which cost me, I would say £100 for a meet and greet, I had to pay extra for the concert, and I'm a uni student, eating noodles, but spending £150 on concert tickets. Stupid! Where they do that at? So, anyways, get onto the coach now, getting myself all excited, preparing myself for what to say when I meet this rapper. Um, I arrive at the arena now, it was O2 Arena, and my friend did buy meet and greet tickets, so she waited outside. Um, us and the group that had bought the meet and greet tickets went inside um, to watch the sound check, basically. So, me being all excited and starstruck, I paid no attention to what they were saying, so they must have said something along the lines of no recordings or no pictures during the sound check. So me not listening, I took out my iPhone and just started recording. And next thing you know, this rapper's bodyguard comes and snatches my phone out of my hand and didn't say a word to me. So me standing there like, okay, well, I can't really say anything during the rapper's sound check and he looked kind of mean so I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut 
So I go over to the O2 Arena staff and I was like, the bodyguard's taking my phone. And you know what he said to me? He turned around and said to me, I'm really sorry, there's nothing we can do. And I was like, oh, so my phone's gone and that's it. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm there sulking now, spending all this money on meet and greet and my phone's got taken. <sighs> I was angry. Anyway, the sound check had ended now. The bodyguard came over to me and was like, you shouldn't have been recording, but he made a little joke. So I was like, my bad, I don't hear. So we all lined up now outside to do our pictures and sign whatever we want to get the rapper to sign, basically. So because I had gone on my own to meet and greet, I had no one to actually take the picture. So I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to do it selfie style, get someone else to do it. But luckily, another girl had asked. I was too shy to ask somebody else. So I'm getting to the front of the queue now. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And I was like, okay, I spent this money. I'm going to make sure I have a conversation with this guy. Did that happen? Nope. The introvert decided, let's jump out now. So I'm standing next to this rapper now. Um... The girl has taken pictures of us. He's just asking brief questions like, hi, how are you? Thanks for coming. And I'm literally there like, okay, thank you. Yeah. And as this is going on, the bodyguard is standing there, but he's making little sly remarks, but he's saying it in a jokey way. So he's saying things like, aren't you going to smile? And, oh, you're being a bit uptight. you got your phone back now, haven't you? And I was like, let off a little laugh, a little smile. And then I kept it moving. So that was the end of our first interaction. Um, got back to my friend, told her what happened, enjoyed the concert, went back home. Now the following day was the after party to this concert. But this was in the same area as my uh, university, so we didn't have to travel too far. So... Bearing in mind, I still consider myself an introvert, but during uni times, university times, I decided that I was going to let loose for the first year. So I said, okay, rapper is coming back, so we have to, we have to, we have to show appearances. Even though then at that age, uh, my self-confidence was pretty low, and no matter what other people told me what I looked like, I still didn't see it like that. But I said, you know, I'm going to look to the best of my ability and we're going to make moves. So anyway, got inside of the, the club now. Um, the rapper had got on stage, started performing again. And this was my first experience of understanding what the hell a groupie was. All I, want, I knew was my mediocre self is going to get backstage. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. So, the rapper finishes performing now, and somebody gets on stage, I guess one of his entourage, and was like, oh, if any girls want to come backstage, come to the front now. So, I rushed downstairs. I didn't get chosen, basically. And I was just sitting there sulking again, I was like, damn. I'm not ending it here. So I'm looking around, I'm looking around, and I see the bodyguard again on the stage. 
So I walked up over to him, I looked at him and I said, well, bearing in mind I had a good amount of alcohol in my system, so the introvert side of me was pretty non-existent then. So I went over to him and I was like, do you remember me? And he said no. And I was like, remember, you, you took my phone when we was in London, remember at the concert, you took my phone. Uh, he looked at me like he was so confused. He said, oh, I remember you now. Then he goes, oh, you know, you look nice. Would you would you like to come backstage? And I said, yeah, but I'm with my friends though, so I can't really leave them. So he said, that's cool. They can come too. So bearing in mind the other girls that got taken off the stage, they got driven to the tour bus. We had to walk. I mean, it was a two minute walk, but two minutes in heels and a small outfit. Nah. Nah. But anyways, get to the tour bus now and see his entourage and he invites me to go upstairs. So I've never been on a tour bus before and I didn't know what to expect. So walked up inside the tour bus now, we're sitting, we're talking. Bearing in mind he's American so we weren't really communicating, we literally communicated via email. So we sat down, basically made a move, we started kissing, and I'm thinking, am I really sitting here doing this with a stranger? Yeah, I can. So we start kissing, we start, you know, we start the foreplay. Anyway, I won't go into too much detail, but we had sex. Protected sex? But we had sex. So from there, I was like, what now? So he said to me, well, we're going to, I think they said they were going to Cardiff. Would I want to come as well? And I was like, nah, I can't go to Cardiff. I won't be able to get back home. Well, get back to university anyway. So he said, oh, well, don't worry. Uh, the rapper will pay for your cab home. And I said to him, I don't think you're understanding. You cannot get from Cardiff back to this area by cab, so I'm not taking a risk. So we took the email, we were emailing each other, and from there, we met up again. So, technically we didn't meet up again. I paid for another concert ticket, but this was before I met him, I paid for the concert beforehand, but I was like, oh. I still love this rapper, I'm going to go see him again. So this time, this was the 21st of October, so that's five months after our first encounter. We're talking in between that. Um, the conversation, I can't remember, just, you know, hi, how are you? A little bit of sexual talk, a little bit of flirting and whatnot, but nothing too heavy. So this time, we take a bus somewhere else, not too far away now, but it was a bit away from the uni. And we had gone to see uh, this rapper in concert, but he was not the, the main, he was a supporting act, I should say. And so we went to this concert now, had loads of fun because there was like different artists on there, so I really enjoyed this one now. But the same like the other one, it was another meet and greet. 
but with this meet and greet, literally there was three people at the meet and greet, me and two other guys, and I was thinking, there's no way I can speak to him, to the rapper I should say, and there's only three of us here. I was like, damn, I'm so nervous. So, well, three of us are standing there. I felt kind of bad, actually, to be fair, because I felt like there should be more people there, but, hey, I'm not the artist. So, the rapper and the bodyguard walk up now, and I smile from ear to ear. I am cheesing, and me and the bodyguard were looking at each other, and I'm like, after I took the pictures of the rapper, I went to go speak to him, so I was like, you know, that's, that's my little thing for now, so why not? So... Uh, we talk a little bit, then he says that they're having another after party. Would I like to go? I said, okay, cool. Um, either he asked me there, or he told me beforehand, because I, I had extra clothes to go to this after party, so he probably told me before. Um, so, concert's done now. Uh, we change at my friend's friend's house. We get ready, and we go. So, we get to the club now have some drinks, dance, so the rapper gets on stage and he invites girls on the stage just to dance and whatnot. So the bodyguard sees us, we get pulled on stage and I was like, wow, I've never done this before. I mean, damn, last year you would not think this was this was me. Now I'm standing on stage with, with my favourite rapper and I'm busting it down. Anyway, so have a little fun there and whatnot. So this is where it gets a little bit uh, a little bit crazy. So the after party is done now. We're speaking, and he says he couldn't tell us the name of the hotel that they were going to. I guess for security reasons. So he was basically like, "Okay, jump in the cab and just tell him to follow our car." And I was like, "Okay," but I don't know what it is about that area. But the cabs there were so dodgy. Everyone just looked creepy as hell so we found the right cab anyway long story short the cab follows the um the rapper's bus or well, not a bus but a little he had like a little a little van little cab thing like a blacked out tinted window one we get to the hotel now so this is probably like three o'clock in the morning and we walk into the hotel and the lady at the desk the receptionist i guess looked at us like what the hell are we doing here so we walked in quickly and we literally just hid in the toilets. Don't know why, can't remember why. I just remember being told we should hide. So we hid in there, then I got the, the message to say it was the all clear, we could come out. And then we met them upstairs in, the, in his room. So we're sitting in the room now, drinking a bit of grey goose. Um, we're chilling, we're talking. This is me, my friend and the bodyguard now. So we're talking, having jokes, I'm feeling really comfortable. So as I'm sitting there, like I'm sitting on his lap, I'm like, I'm stroking his head, I'm being cute, I'm being flirty. The rapper walks in, like he just opens the door and he just like speaking to him. I'm sitting, I'm still, I've met him twice now. I don't know him, but I sh shouldn't be as like I met him yesterday and I just froze. And I'm like, oh my God, he's standing there. But anyway, so the night goes on, we all probably get way too drunk. And this is where I start to lose my respect for him. Majorly. So he thought 
that he decided that we were going to have a threesome. And because I turned it down, he wasn't very happy about that. So, me being a female or whatnot, by the way, I didn't even know what was going on. She was passed the hell out. So, he was kind of making some, oh, some statements that I did not agree with. So, so I was just basically like, nah, this is not going down, this is not happening. Change conversation, end of discussion. Anyway, so he was angry, I was angry, left the next, left the next morning and we kind of spoke by email even i should have been done i should have been like bun you you're done out here but i was like ah oh, still starstruck and thinking oh he's gonna fly me out we're gonna do this we're gonna do that so a month later now it's the 7th of october i decide with the last sixty pounds that I have, because we were probably going to get um, the student loans back a week or so—not even a week actually—I probably say a few days. So I use the last sixty pounds to take myself all the way to Cardiff by train uh, to go and see him again. So this time he had, he had paid for the concert ticket for me to go. And bear in mind, we're getting in contact via like, we're contacting each other via Skype now. So, well, he said he ain't got no UK number. So I'm basically depending on him to message me via Skype. So I get on a train, make my way all the way to Cardiff. I mean, I like taking journeys by myself, so it wasn't too much of a big deal, but I'm not gonna lie, I was a bit scared. So this whole journey, bearing in mind, he ain't answered me yet. So I'm like, wow, so I could be going to Cardiff for no reason. I bought a return ticket though, so I was like, if anything happens, then I'll just make my way back. So I get off the train now, it was quite a bit of a journey. Um, just walking around, trying to figure my way out. And I sit in a McDonald's and I wait probably 25 minutes and my phone goes off. And I'm like, it's him. So he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm just sitting at McDonald's and I'm waiting. So he tells me to make my, make my way to the arena. I get there. And he says to me, go and pick up the tickets and it's under your name. And I was like, okay. So I'm walking around like, oh, where's this office? Where's this office? And people are directing me different, different places. And I was a bit shy. Well, a bit shy. I was shy, so I was too scared to ask certain people. So I would just feel like I'm just going around in circles. So we're messing with each other, we're speaking on the phone, he's like, did you get it? I was like, no. I don't understand why he can just come out and get me, but maybe he couldn't leave the rapper, so I was basically left to figure it out for myself. So anyway, long story short, I find the office, I pick up the tickets. The lady was really apprehensive. She was looking at me as if to say, I'm not the person that should be collecting these tickets, but sis, they're mine. So I picked up the tickets, got into the concert now, um, get a decent set of seats, like right at the top. But to be honest, if I'm in a concert, I'd like to be at the front, but beggars can't be choosers. Um, so I was in a little box thing, enjoyed the concert. Um, so after the concert was done, we met up, we spoke, um, 
we were kissing, we did all that, we did a little business and whatnot. So now this rapper is going to an after party again. But no, I, I didn't get no special treatment. So I got to go in a little blacked out tinted window minibus, which I didn't really like to be honest because once we pulled up into the club, people were looking at us to say, who am I? And I'm like, oh, I'm no one, I'm just here, I'm chilling, don't worry about me, the rapper's already gone in. Um, I couldn't even get into the club, I can't remember why. I can't even remember what I was doing. I think I was sitting with the rest of the entourage that was just chilling somewhere else. So I waited for that to be done. And then we sat and spoke for a bit in the tour bus. Bearing in mind, I had a return ticket for that day to get back to uni. And I probably had about an hour. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I am going to be stranded because I have no money in my account, no other means to get home. So, well, I thought my return ticket was for that day, but after we had finished chilling, I mean, things weren't as really exciting anymore. And I was like, after the first two times, I was like, ah, the excitement's gone now, whatever. So, after we're spending time and hymns, filling my head up with all bunch of nonsense. I mean, a whole bunch of nonsense. I used to say, like, he wanted to put a whole baby in me. And I'm like, um, I don't know about that, bro. I don't know about that. So I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get home because the train station don't open till 6am and now I'm stranded. So he suggested that the guy that does the, he creates the stages, he puts the rapper's name up and does the lights and whatnot. He was driving back to Heathrow Airport. So he was, that was the only way for me to get back to uni. So I literally had to get in a car from Cardiff and we drove, well he drove all the way from Cardiff to King's Cross and I'm sitting in the car with another bodyguard but he was from London and this, uh, the guy that does the lighting. Um, I mean, I can't complain, he, he, he found me a way to get back home so, you know, I was grateful. He even offered, he offered me food, we had good conversation, it was a long ass drive uh, but we made it there. So got back to Heathrow now and then I took the underground to back to King's Cross but as I'm sitting on the underground the last bodyguard that was from London uh, got on the train with me because he was getting off somewhere and it had been a long night because I had been traveling from like one o'clock in the afternoon the day before and now it was like early hours of the morning well from when the train station opened so by then it might have been six or so and this bodyguard now, this other bodyguard now, tries to move to me. But he was a big, big man. Like, I'm probably talking about nearly 60. Now, don't get me wrong, I like older men, but we're pushing it a bit. We're pushing it a bit. So he's talking to me about the other bodyguard, like, what's going on? What are you guys doing? And I won't really entertain it because I was tired. So um, he gave me his number. I know, I shouldn't have taken it, but I did. We never spoke again, and if we did speak, it was probably about the other bodyguard. 
anyway, I made it back to my university. I probably got back, I would say, maybe 10 or whatever time, but luckily I made it back home. That's all I was thinking. So, after that, me and the bodyguard probably did email a good few times back and forth, but the whole situation, the whole travelling thing, I was not feeling it no more. And I was thinking, I shouldn't be paying for this. I mean, like, if you want the goodies, you need to pay, sir. And I don't mean pay for the goodies. I mean, you need to pay for my transport or something, because I ain't doing it for free. But, me being stupid and naive, I pulled out my own pocket. I'm not going to lie, the experience was fun now that I look back on it, but I would have definitely done it a lot different. But, a month later, I was pregnant. So, if you want to hear what happened in episode 2, stay tuned. So, thanks for listening guys to episode 1 of The Secret Life of an Introvert by me, Introverted Secrets. I hope you enjoyed and I definitely have more stories to share. And just remember, oh, I really don't have no inspirational quote, but fuck it, nobody can tell me shit and I'm out.